Hey friend, welcome back to the Strong Her Way to Eat, Move, and Live. Here we talk all things food freedom, fitness, and life transformation, helping you heal your relationship to food, exercise your body, and ultimately yourself. So this week we are talking about something that I think all moms have probably experienced at one point. If you are not yet a mom and you plan to have kids, then I am so certain that you will have this experience as well. And you might even be kind of feeling some of the tension of this in your life already. So even if you're not yet a mom, I want you to potentially still listen to this to gain some wisdom or perspective for yourself down the road. Maybe you have a friend that's in this position or to just kind of glean some little nuggets for yourself that you can apply here and now. And so we are going to be talking about the idea of balancing it all as a busy mom. So I had a client, and actually I've had a few clients sort of working through this lately, where they feel like they are really struggling to balance exercise, eating healthy, while also being a mom on the run, right? So whether you're running your own business or you work for somebody else, uh, running the kids to practices or other events, it can really feel like there is a lot of people and a lot of things vying for your time and your attention. And oftentimes what ends up happening is that we decide that we wanted to add in exercise or add in or change some nutrition habits or do something for ourselves, And I think what really ends up happening is that we think we have to make all of the changes at once. So we have kind of this busy life or this full plate life, and we're trying to add more stuff on to a plate that already seems like it is overflowing. And sometimes what ends up happening is that the women that I work with, they just try to get up earlier, right? They think if I can just kind of beat the kids up, I can have a little bit of time for myself. But depending on the age of your kids and whether or not they are early birds, like my own kids were, a lot of times what ends up happening is you might have one of your kids, if not multiple of those kids also getting up with you a little bit earlier. And so that can kind of throw an unexpected wrench into that little chunk of your day that you were trying to carve out for yourself. Now, speaking from personal experience, 100%, I know that that can be really frustrating and potentially even super annoying. I remember when I think it was our oldest, uh, Kennedy, when she was a baby, uh, both of my kids, for the record, were fairly early, early birds, right? So they didn't really do a lot of sleeping in. That's changed a little bit now that we have a preteen and a teenager in the house. But when she was a baby and I was a young mom and I stayed home for the most part during the day with her and then I would go to work as a hairstylist, I would see my clients uh, late afternoon, evening, and then some Saturdays. So that we didn't have to put her in daycare. And so I was home with her all day long. And I think I just knew, or maybe I figured out that if I need, if I was going to have any time for myself, it was likely going to happen before she woke up. Now, ironically, it seemed like the earlier I got up, she also kind of had this internal clock and she would start to wake up earlier as well. So my plan of just getting up before she did didn't exactly work. And I remember feeling so frustrated because I just felt like I was with her all day long, um, which I love that. I feel so blessed that I could have been, that I was home with her all day. But at the same time, it is hard being a mom. It's hard being a stay-at-home mom. It's hard being a working mom, right? So it's like as much as we enjoy the role of being a mom, 
there is also a lot that comes with that. And I do think it's so important as women, as moms, um, and even it's important for dads. I'm not going to discount the guys, but because we're talking mostly to women, it is very important for us to still have a little bit of time for ourselves, whether that happens before everybody wakes up at the end of the day, um, in little pockets throughout the day, whatever that looks like for you, it is very important. And so recently, I've been kind of chatting with a couple of my clients, and there's been kind of this consistent theme coming up of just not knowing how to balance all of the things as a mom. So, you know, these clients, they're wanting to make some changes or add in some more exercise, make some changes to health, to how they're eating, um, start implementing maybe some healthier choices. And it just feels like they're not really sure how to add these other things in when they already have this life that feels a little bit busy at times or just really full, right? It can be full and busy of great things, but it can still feel like you just never have time for yourself. And so um, these clients were trying the whole getting up early. And what they noticed is that their kids were also getting up early with them. And they went through that same kind of annoyance and frustration. And for them, it kind of felt like it was something that they could do for a few days, but then they would just stop, right? It was like, it wasn't worth the headache. And so I think that there are some things that we can do to kind of figure out what, you know, how do we balance it all as women, as moms, as working moms, stay-at-home moms, moms running our own businesses, whatever that is for you. And I think one of the things is to release sort of this idea of perfection. Now, most people I don't think would really identify themselves or even resonate with the concept of being a perfectionist. However, what is interesting and what I tend to notice with a lot of my clients is this idea of all or nothing, right? Either I'm going to do all of my morning routine or I'm going to do none of it. Either I'm going to eat all on my plan or I'm going to completely scrap the plan and go in the other direction, right? And so this was sort of the theme that was kind of happening is that it was like, I can't get through my entire workout without the kids waking up or I can't, um, you know, get through the reading and the praying and the journaling and all of these other practices that they're wanting to include without the kids waking up. And so they kind of reverted back to just not doing it at all. And what's interesting is that something is always going to be better than nothing, right? And so we had to really kind of explore for them what that would look like. Like if the kids get up, what are some things that you could try? And if that doesn't work, how do you want to kind of approach that? And then another thing I think that is really interesting to even think about, and potentially you've never even considered this for yourself, but when you think about balancing your life, right, or having a balanced life, what exactly does that look like? How are you defining balanced? I know for a lot of people, we think it means that everything, like each key area of our life gets kind of the equal amount of energy or time or resources devoted to it. But I want you to think about creating balance in the sense of really stepping back, taking an inventory of your life in those main key areas, right? So that could be work, it could be, um, you know, your marriage, or it could be other, you know, family or friend relationships, you could have relationships, could be your fitness and your health, um, 
purpose, you know, spirituality, faith, all of those kinds of things. So when you just look at your life, like what would you identify are the key areas or the most important areas for you? And if you had to kind of rate those or give them a little bit of a score or even write down, you know, what are the things that are going well in each area? What are the things that feel like it's missing? What could I do that would make this feel like a more fulfilled area of my life? Then you look at that and you make an intentional decision about where you want to focus time and energy, right? So maybe you prioritize the top three areas and you say, you know, for the next 12 weeks or for this next year, these are going to be the key areas that I focus on. So you're not feeling like you have to change everything all at once. You're not, you know, trying to fix every area of your life or everything that's going wrong in your life all at once. But you're really just focusing in on the areas that maybe either feel like they are, um, lacking the most, right? So that's the area that really does need the most attention. Maybe you're looking at it and you're thinking, if I really just invested a little bit more time and attention here, I know that this would have a positive effect on every other area of my life. And then I think the next thing, like this is another, I guess, kind of mistake that I see a lot of people make is that they think that they have to do everything at once, right? So they have to completely overhaul the way that they're eating. They have to have a brand new morning routine, a brand new night routine. They have to have this, you know, perfect workout program. And I think for some people, you might really do well when you kind of jump all the way in for that, right? For other people, though, you might need to kind of um, wade into the change, right? So it's looking at what is the easiest thing that I could either implement or add or change right now, right? What's the smallest change that I could make that would potentially have the biggest impact on other areas, right? So for a lot of people, what they notice is that if they start eating a little bit better, right, or being a little bit more mindful and intentional about what they're putting in their bodies, naturally, they might find that they start to exercise a little bit more as well. I think sometimes what I see happen is that if people try to implement uh, exercise only without also trying to make some nutrition changes, I think unfortunately because of some of the diet mentality or the way that we have been taught to think about exercise and weight loss and all of these different things, we think that we can kind of like outwork sort of poor nutrition, right? So we think that, oh yeah, if if I eat like this, I can just burn X number of calories and then it all washes out. But that's not really what happens and that's not really how it works. So just notice for yourself, right? It's like, if I started to make some changes in this area or if I started to do this or add this in, this is gonna be really impactful for me. Like that was something that a client recently, she had that kind of epiphany where it was like, I don't, really, I want to start exercising, but I don't want to focus on that just yet because I know for myself that when I start to pay a little bit more attention to what I'm eating or how I'm eating, the exercise stuff naturally tends to flow. Whereas in the past, she noticed for herself when she started to focus on the exercise first, she didn't necessarily make nutrition changes. So first you want to take inventory of your life kind of rate or score the different areas, those key areas of your life, and then pick the one, maybe two, possibly three areas that you know that if you really focused on that, 
you would start to see exponential growth in every area, right? It's like that quote, a rising tide raises all ships. And then really identify, you know, what are the things that you could do? What are the things that feel easy to do or simple to do to make those changes? Because again, I think sometimes we end up kind of getting in our own way when we think that we put this pressure on ourselves, really, that we have to make all of the changes at once. And then we get frustrated when it doesn't happen or, or life doesn't tend to cooperate, right? Like the rest of our family or our circumstances don't cooperate with this plan that we've come up with. And then we end up hitting the resistance, facing the obstacles, and then backing down. And then take the pressure off of yourself to have to do it perfectly, right? I would much rather you have an imperfect plan that you can be a little bit more consistent with and be a little bit more uh, maybe engaged or motivated by than putting so much pressure on yourself to do a plan perfectly that you're not consistent, you get burned out, right? You're overwhelming yourself by adding in all of these other things. And then the other thing that is really helpful to do and to do this sort of periodically is to kind of check in with your calendar, right? Look at where and how you're spending your time. Who is getting the time and the attention and the energy that you have to give? And can you kind of weed some things out? Are there some things that you're doing that no longer maybe feel like they are in alignment or are supporting the life and the lifestyle that you want to be creating? This is where knowing your priorities, knowing your key values, your core values, and really just having a clear direction for what you want your life to look like and how you want to be showing up in your life is immensely powerful because that is going to be the filtering system that helps you really make the decision about what you're saying yes to in your life, what you're saying no to. And I think a lot of times we just get so wrapped up, we get so busy in our lives that we look up when we're feeling exhausted and overwhelmed and tired and completely tapped out and we think, oh my gosh, how did I get here? Or we feel like it's completely out of our power or out of our ability to change anything. But the reality is, is that you are the gatekeeper of your time and of your energy, right? So you ultimately are deciding whether that's intentionally or unintentionally who and what gets your time and your energy. So just to kind of recap, Look at your life in whole. Identify those key areas for you and give them a score. What are the things that are going well in each of those areas? What are the things that feel like it's missing, right? And then decide on the one, possibly two or three areas that you want to focus on. And then give yourself some time and some space to really focus on those areas. I think so much, you know, we want that kind of microwave. We live in sort of that microwave world where we just want something instant. We want the quick fix. But if you really do just kind of spend some time focusing on these specific areas for as long as it takes, I guarantee that the other areas of your life are also going to get better, even if you're not intentionally focusing on those. So instead of trying to do everything at once or put a little bit into all of the different buckets, identify the buckets that need the most TLC, that need the most time and attention right now, and then really be focused on doing that. 
And then you want to take inventory and really audit how you are currently spending your time and your energy. What are you saying yes to that maybe no longer supports or aligns with that vision that you have for your life or where you want to go and how you want to be showing up? So knowing those uh, core values, knowing your priorities, and really just having a clear picture of who you want to be in your life is so huge. That's going to be, again, that filtering system, system that helps you make your decisions, right? It gives you that clear yes and that clear no. Because oftentimes I think what happens is we just say yes to so many different things and then we end up feeling exhausted, right? We feel like we're kind of the victim, but really and truly we're the ones that puts everything on our calendar, right? Or we let other people add things to our calendar. So um, that is what I have for you today. Don't feel like you have to do it perfectly. Don't feel like you have to make every single change or that you have to do it all at once. Really just narrow it down. Pick that low-hanging fruit. What's the easiest thing that you could focus on, right? We just want to think about simple, sustainable, and consistent changes over those extreme things that we can't sustain for the long term. So if you are a busy mom, if you feel like you are juggling all these different balls in the air, you're wearing all of these different hats, and you're just kind of at your wit's end, you've tried different things in the past, and nothing has worked for you long term, I want to invite you to hop on a consult call with me. So this is a time that you and I are going to spend together. We're going to talk about your goals, the things that you've tried in the past, and then I'm going to give you a clear step-by-step plan blueprint that you can take with you. And if you are interested in doing that, you can email alicia at aliciacarlson.com or shoot me a message over on Instagram or Facebook. We'll have the links to that down in the show notes below. So again, enjoy your day. Enjoy the rest of your week. And thank you so much for hanging out. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.